All right. Welcome, fellow marketers, to another episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co. All right, so this episode, I'm looking to cover a topic that every marketer has has mixed feelings about, um, but I'm here to help. I want to help you with this this topic. So this is going to be talking about the that annual event that every marketer needs to endure, and, and most of the time, every marketer, quite frankly, hates it. Uh, and I'm talking about that annual performance review. Now, performance reviews, if you think about it, um, are all about expectation setting, uh, and they always involve two people. It's going to be the direct report, so the person doing the work, uh, and that person has an opportunity to increase the visibility of their value, or they can simply go through the motions. The other person is the manager, uh, the person who has an opportunity to develop trust with their team and team members, or they can simply take the easy route. Now, very few companies can get this process right. I've worked at a lot of companies that that try to tinker with and optimize the annual review process. But despite all of that, there are always and continual missed opportunities for both the managers and the direct reports, uh, missed opportunities on how to make this a positive experience. Annual review process should be a positive experience, not something that we dread. Now, companies work hard to establish that annual review process that actually, quote unquote, works. But the challenge is the definition of what works is always going to be subjective, right? So think about it. If you're uh, just uh, an agency, in-house marketing team, here's the situation. When it comes to the annual review process, you've got the CEO or founder who's just happy to have an annual review process. And, And they don't care other than just get it done. Um, it's, it's all part of operating the company. Then you have the HR team, and they're responsible to make sure everyone has completed this process, filled out the right forms, got the right feedback, reported any issues. Then you have the managers who, quite frankly, dread the review process because uh, it requires them to actually think about what their direct reports have been doing over the last year. And oh, by the way, you've got to give some feedback, oftentimes constructive. Sometimes you know you may have a uh, a, a, a team member who's an issue or a problem. But again, it's always that situation knowing you're going to walk into some hard conversations. Then you have the direct reports that are, quite frankly, confused on what the process is. And oftentimes, again, not something that direct reports are typically thinking about, but it's a missing opportunity to make a positive experience uh, as opposed to just letting it be a negative one for those direct reports. Um, so this episode is going to focus on both the managers and the direct reports and provide both of those with some suggestions and considerations that can help uh, both of them make this performance review process one that doesn't suck. Let's focus on that, right? So a couple things I want to share. Now, having gone through this annual re- review process myself inside of small agencies, large agencies, in-house marketing teams, brand side, startups, uh, here's what I've realized. Some things never change as part of the annual review process, no matter what the structure is, what tools you use. But I have seen some things that that do work, some simple tactics for both the direct report and the manager uh, that can actually make this review process enjoyable, dare I say, enjoyable. And I want to share those with you, uh, both from my own experiences and talking with other hiring managers, HR professionals, that, that oversee marketing teams. Now, in this episode, I'm going to cover two sections. And first I'm, section I'm going to cover is talking about 
What I'll call some truths about the review process, the tried and true elements of every annual review process that just are, right? And they're things that you just want to be aware of. The second section I want to cover in this episode is going to be about sharing specific questions you can prepare to ask during that performance review. And these questions are designed to make sure you're getting the most from your direct report as a manager and you're getting the most from your manager as a direct report. So I have questions for both candidates uh, in this experience. So um, before I get into those sections, you know, let me let me just share a quick summary of what the annual review process looks like inside of a marketing team. Because there may be some of you listening that have not gone through this cycle yet. And I just want to keep it high level just so you understand what we're dealing with here. So typically around every August, September, October, HR is going to tell managers, um, listen up, it's time to start preparing for your annual performance reviews. And that's going to require these managers log into a system or, you know, wherever they keep track, whatever system HR is using to capture and, and log and catalog performance reviews. Now, sometimes a company is going to have what they call a 360 review process. And that's a situation where uh, companies will want you to um, provide feedback for your manager. So 360 meaning a holistic review process where you're getting feedback from those that 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 are beneath you in terms of direct reports, those that are above you in terms of your managers, sometimes manager's manager. But really the intent here is to get feedback from everyone who you engage with on a day-to-day basis. Now imagine that. Can you imagine uh, being asked to give feedback on your manager, right? Feels a little uncomfortable. Sounds like a good idea. But my experience with these 360 reviews, I've seen them work well. But I've also seen them where if you're asking a direct report to give feedback on your manager, uh, I've seen some direct reports, myself included, actually give constructive feedback for that manager. And and either the manager wasn't able to accept that constructive feedback or um, it's, 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 it's read, it's heard, but it's not really implemented. Nothing changes. So therefore, the next year, that direct report's more inclined to just not give the constructive feedback because nothing happened as a result. So that's a danger zone there when it comes to these 360 review processes. So anyway, so you have HR telling managers, prepare your, your reviews. Um, so managers will then rush to complete sections where they fill out feedback on each direct report. And imagine if you're a, um, imagine if you're a manager and you have three, four, five, six, seven, eight direct reports and that's a lot of thinking to go into compiling feedback for those individuals for one manager to, to, to do. So think if you're a marketer right now, think about your manager. How many direct reports do they have? So that's how many of these annual review um, processes they need to go through, uh, which can be taxing for a manager. I think for me, the most I had was 15, um, 15 annual reviews to give on one team. So managers are rushing to complete these and reviews. So the information is captured uh, sometime in December or January is when those managers will sit down with the direct reports to review their performance. And most of the time, it's usually a one-way discussion where managers are telling the direct report, here's what I liked, here's what I didn't like, here's what you need to improve on. Um, and, and it's usually that. And in that review process, direct reports Oftentimes surprised by the feedback or uh, it's just going to include a lot of tasks, a summary of what they did throughout the year, maybe highlight some wins. But I think what's being what's being missed here as a direct report is uh, the opportunity to highlight the impact that they provided. 
A lot of times when it comes to these review processes, direct reports are just going to write down things that they did, but miss the opportunity to showcase their value. Um, now, after the reviews are done, the managers will identify some sort of grade or ranking for their team members. Because remember, your manager's manager or the department leader needs to understand who on the team, how are they doing? Did they perform well? Are they uh, positive or a negative influence on the company? And based on that grade, that's going to determine what percent you get for an annual merit raise. Uh, having been a manager, sometimes you're told, hey, you've got X number of dollars to attribute to your team. You decide who gets what. And the deciding who gets what is based off of what's in that performance review. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's cut and dry. Other times, um, it can be challenging to figure out, you know, where to allocate these dollars based off of if you have a, you know, a team of high performers. But that's it. The money you have is the money you have. So your manager doesn't have access to endless, endless streams of, of dollars to give everybody. So as a direct report, you need to understand that. Now, the salary increases are then implemented in late March or April. So there's your cycle, right? Starting in about August, September, all the way through April is when this performance review cycle or process, you know, how, how it starts and, and um, how it transpires. So pretty straightforward. And the thing about performance reviews, you have to remember, these are like a national holiday, right? It happens every year, same time. And that's what most marketers miss. Uh because the majority of marketers are disappointed, we're surprised, we're frustrated, we're confused, but we forget that this happens every year. So after this episode, I want you to remember, performance annual performance reviews are just that, annual. They're things that you can start preparing for to make sure that when your annual review cycle comes up, you are prepared to make the most of it. So let's move into the two sections. So let me start with some truths, things that just are when it comes to effective performance annual review cycles. And these are truths for both the manager and the direct report. So so the first truth here is, listen, uh, I hate to say it, but you never, you're never going to get promoted for being in a role for X number of years. And I've, I've been in a situation where someone comes to me and says, I want to be promoted to senior specialist. And when I ask why, they say, because I've been here for two years. So that's never going to happen. So if you're a direct report, don't feel like just your tenure equals promotion. Not the case. The next truth, any raise or promotion that you get should never be a surprise, right? So that's on both of you, the manager and direct report. This should never be a surprise, no surprises, because uh, your, your manager should be con- consistently discussing your performance and expectations during your one-on-ones throughout the year. And as a direct report, it's on you to make sure that you're asking the right questions, which we'll get into in a couple of minutes. But there should never be a surprise about uh, when a promotion is given or not given, Next, uh, be aware of the market and industry conditions because your your company and your role do not operate in a a vacuum or a bubble. And what I mean by this is, you know, look around, right? If the economy is in a downturn, other companies in your space are are laying people off. Uh, Look at your business. Did you sign any new clients in the last six months? Are your customers churning at a higher rate, right? If these are signals that tell you, hey, you know what? I probably should not be surprised if my raise this year is 2%. So be aware of those market industry conditions uh, because they may influence what you're able to obtain as a, as a performance review bonus or merit increase. So if you see things going down, don't expect a 5%, 7% raise. Um, 
So that's that's another thing to keep in mind. Next, when it comes to annual performance reviews, you have to tell yourself this is a discussion. This is not a monologue from your manager to basically uh, point out all the things you did well or didn't do well or where you need to improve. It has to be a discussion. There has to be opportunities for both sides to provide feedback uh, and provide rationale or or backup for whatever it is that they had done for the year. So as a direct report, you should be prepared to share your thoughts, ask questions, be a participant in this annual review, not just a recipient of feedback. Um, expectations, accomplishments, challenges, opportunities, these should be discussed from both sides because the manager, trust me, the manager has challenges and, and, and pain points that they're dealing with too. So you need to make that a discussion. All right, next truth is going to be, if you're wondering how you're going to be judged for your role, and I'm coming at this from being a marketing manager of a team, and this is this is basically how it works. So any department lead for a marketing team is going to want to know, again, who on our team is a great performer, who's got potential. So if you think about it as a direct report, you're being looked at on a couple of, of scales. One is how is your performance, right? Are you showing the effort needed to meet and exceed your goals? Are you basically helping the business grow? The next uh, measurement is going to be potential. Are you embracing and showcasing the company core values? Uh, are you, do you have the opportunity and capability to do your manager's job? Are you able to do your manager's manager's job, right? So this is what people are looking at. Managers are looking at you saying, does this person have potential? And the other thing that we're looking for is, you know, are you what they call a brilliant jerk? <laughs> and the brilliant jerk syndrome is you're somebody who has high skill, but you've got a horrible attitude. Um, and if you're looking around the room saying you don't see a brilliant jerk, the brilliant jerk could be you. But it's, and what I mean by that is let's let's break that down a little bit. So the brilliant jerk syndrome is going to be, are you someone on the team that has the, the ability to do your, your what, right? So the what of your role, um, you know, you're great at creating content, you're great at increasing demand, you're great at generating leads and revenue. That's the what of your role. But what your manager's looking at is also the how, how do you do your role? Do you do it with a lousy attitude? Do you do it avoiding the team dynamics and participation in those monthly meetings or the town halls? Do you operate with a team of one rogue mentality? That's the how that someone's looking at to say, we might have a brilliant jerk on our team if they have high, high performance, high skill, but, but poor attitude or low potential or low will. Um, that could harm you. So you need to ask yourself that question. Is it not just think about not just what you're doing or what you've done, but how did you do it? Did you do it with a good attitude? So always think about yourself being measured by performance and skill versus potential attitude and will. Because I hear this a lot this performance versus potential, skill versus will. Uh, these are things that that you're being measured by. So keep those in mind. So those are a couple of the truths when it comes to the annual review process. Now what I want to do is equip you with a couple of questions that you should be asking if you're a direct report or if you're a manager, because I want you to make sure you're getting the most out of these performance reviews so that they're not just going through the motion. You're not just checking boxes. You're trying to turn this annual uh, performance review into a discussion, a healthy discussion. Here's the other tip. 
the questions I'm about to share with you are questions that you should actually be asking during, oh, I'll say maybe every month, like once per month in every one-on-one you have with your manager or every one-on-one you have with your direct report, at least once a month, you should be asking these questions. And again, these questions are designed and they've worked in opening up discussions so that there's clear expectations and value in the conversation. So let me start with questions that a direct report should be asking their manager. Now, again, this is going to be great questions to ask when you're sitting down for that annual review, uh, performance review conversation. But these are also questions you want to be asking monthly in a one-on-one. First question you want to ask, and again, the objective of these questions is to get clear expectations, but also allow you as a direct report is to proactively show your value. Get more visibility into the things that you're doing. Because again, if your manager has 7, 10, 15 direct reports, they can't see everything. So first question you want to say is, you know, ask your manager, what is the most challenging thing about your role? You need to seek to understand what is causing them pain and show that you're, you're interested to know what they're, they're dealing with. Because um, after you ask that question, you're going to also ask them, what are three projects I can take off your plate? Now, if you're saying to yourself, I don't want my manager's job, uh, I just want to flow, you know, kind of hover beneath the radar and just kind of do my thing. Well, then great. Then don't expect anything other than 2% every year. Um, But if you're somebody looking to get the most out of your time in the role that you're in, ask your manager, what are three projects I can take off your plate? Next question. Uh, Can you confirm the process or path to get promoted? Because a lot of times this is where the most confusion sets in. It's not something that's often covered in onboarding. It's not usually not very clear unless it's heavily documented in the company uh, guidelines and, and what have you. But Asking your manager to confirm the process on how to get promoted um, definitely is worth doing because assuming you're not getting promoted in your annual review, well, now's the time to ask, how does that happen? What do I need to do? Show curiosity that you're looking to know what needs to happen to get promoted. If your manager does not know, great. Now they know they need to figure it out so they can share with you because you're showing high potential by wanting to follow a path inside that company. Last question you want to ask your manager. Hey, what are the ways I can increase my salary? Let's be honest. We all want to earn more. No one feels that they're getting adequately paid. So ask that question to your manager and see what they say. They may say, sorry, it is what it is. It's annual reviews and that's it. Well, at least you know. So there's no confusion about what it is that you're doing. So those are questions right there for direct reports to be asking their manager's annual review process, but also in a monthly one-on-one. Now, let me flip it to the managers. Managers, you're responsible for developing your team. You're seen as a mentor. You're expected to lead people, create an environment of psychological safety. And that's expected of you. And if you're not up for it, then you shouldn't be a manager. But again, that's how you're seen in your your team and within the company. So uh, questions you want to be asking your direct reports during the review. Now, again, this is what you're asking them. So here's a question you ask your direct report. Hey, which accomplishments, both personal and professional, are you most proud of? Show that you're looking and you're interested to hear them, give them an opportunity to you know, sell, their, sell themselves in terms of what they accomplished, but also show that you're looking to see, is there something outside of work that they're proud of? That really does open some great discussions. Next question you ask them is, what can I be doing to better support you? So if you're offering that question, and they may not have an answer, but if you're at least asking your direct reports, hey, what can I be doing better for you? At least shows that you're you're ready for feedback. 
and you're open to a discussion. Now, the first time you ask this, they may say nothing. But again, this is a great way to condition that conversation to show that you're open for the feedback. Next question you ask them is, where do you want to be regarding your role in one year? Not six months, not three months, but let's be honest and say, let's get that direct report to think about where they want to be in a year. Some may not know. Some may have a very clear idea, but if you don't know, then how can you report back to your manager about the the status of your team? So ask that question to open that discussion about where somebody wants to grow or go in a year. To be honest, in my experience, the best answer I ever received from somebody when I asked them that question is they said they wanted to be in, you know, working for a different company, a larger company, and speaking to the fact that they saw the position that they were in as a great stepping stone to their next role, which I completely appreciated and 100% supported them in finding that next role. That's just the way it goes. That like to have that conversation then we're not hiding anything. We were very clear on where this person wanted to go. Last question you want to ask your direct report as a manager. <laughs> Do you understand the process for getting promoted? Let's, let's head it off if we can. If, you're, if your direct report's not asking you, then you want to ask them. Are they clear on the process for getting promoted? Now, this also assumes, managers, that you know the answer, right? Be prepared for them to say no and therefore have a very clear-cut uh steps or path that's specific to your company on how somebody can get promoted. Um, Try to avoid, you know, kind of vague direction. Best case, you have something that's that's very um, step-by-step. So that's it in terms of the the two sections we wanted to cover. Uh, Truths about annual review process. And then secondly, questions you could be asking as both a direct manager and the direct report. Uh, so when you think about the review process, let's be honest, it's all comes, it all comes down to money, right? The only thing that a direct report wants to know is how much more am I going to be making? And the only thing a manager is focusing on when it comes to that is um, making sure that they, they can break the news to somebody on how much money they can provide. Because if you ask a direct report, what would you rather have, a, a new title or more money? I'm, I'm pretty sure 99% of the time it's going to be more money. So you can always increase your salary. Here's another bonus tip. Typically, now this may not be every company, but typically you can always increase your salary in a couple of ways. One is going to be what most companies have, which is kind of an annual salary increase. You know, they call it the cost of living increase. And it just is a a very nominal raise to your base salary. Usually 2%, usually 3%. And again, don't expect it to be aligned with inflation because that just isn't how it works. It's what, the, it's what the company can recognize as what's fair. Another way to increase your salary is going to be with the annual merit increase. So the performance bonus. How did you perform? Uh, sometimes this is also tied to how your team performed, how the company performed. If you don't know what your performance, if there is a performance bonus or if there is what it's based on, find out. Ask that question. Uh, there's no reason to operate not knowing what goals you're trying to hit. But that's another way to increase your salary. Another way to increase it or get more money is a spot bonus. Now, this is usually a one-off payment based off of you performing above and beyond what your job description says. So if you have examples of that, you may want to bring that to your next 101 as a direct report and say, hey, you asked me to do X. I've been doing X plus Y. And here are some examples. Uh, Is it possible to get a spot bonus for this performance? What's, What's the harm in asking that question? Typically, this spot bonus could be anywhere from $1,500 to $3,000, and always those those spot bonuses are subject to taxes, so you may knock 30 40% off of that. But 
it's still a way to gain more uh, dollars based on your performance. And then the last way to increase your salary, leave your current role. Transitioning to a new role, I think on average, uh, and some of you may have done this already, but you know, I'm seeing 25% to 60% increases in your salary just going to a different company. Now, again, if that company has more of what you're looking for that your current company doesn't, by all means, it's time. So that's the topic. You know, When it comes to performance reviews, there's, it's one of these necessary evils for your marketing role. So I want you to embrace it, right? In marketers, we love the outcome, which is potentially making more money. But not many marketers look forward to the process. So after this episode, you, you heard a couple of things. You have some questions to prepare. You're ready to make this process more bearable and ultimately more beneficial for your time at your current company. All right. So as always, if you need any help in your marketing career, just send me an email, eric, E-R-I-K, at themarketinghelp.co. I want to thank those that uh, have reached out in the last couple of months. Again, always happy to help. Keep the questions coming. Uh, Reach out to me. Let me be a resource for you. Uh, And thank you for listening to and supporting the podcast. And if you're getting value from the podcast, please do me a favor. Please rate and review the Marketing Careers podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And this, again, reminding you, this is your host, Eric Harbison. And I will catch you on the next episode.